So you know how the first day is important. It's important when you're trying to make a good impression. At the beginning of a new school year, there's new people to meet, there's new routines to have to learn, sometimes in unfamiliar places. You have the pressure of trying not to make mistakes or to do anything else that's going to single you out as you're trying to get up to speed. The first day of a new job or a new boss, you want to make sure that you appear competent, collected. You want to make sure that you're getting off on the right foot. What you do on the first day, how that first day goes, can set the stage for so many of the days that follow. Now we can say that today is the first day in the rest of our life together as God's people in Christ. So what kind of impression do we hope to make in the lives of our fellow Christians or the lives of everyone else out there in the world around us? In today's epistle reading from the author of Hebrews, he's concluding his letter of encouragement to his brothers and sisters in Christ back there in the first century, but he he does so in a way that he could very much be writing to us today in our time. He's got a lot of things to say about what life is to be like as God's people, living together as a congregation, both because the impression our life together makes in the world around us and because we as Jesus' disciples are meant to be caring for one another. In both regards, our attitudes towards others makes a difference. Consider for a moment how much time our society spends on making good impression. From a practical standpoint, well, If people have a good impression of you, chances are that they are going to treat you better than they would if they didn't otherwise have that impression. So we seek honor. We seek prestige from the world around us to get perks, to get benefits and a leg up, to make life that much easier. That's why some people spend significant amounts of time curating their social media profiles with the best possible picture of themselves and their life. I mean, it makes sense, right? Why wouldn't you want others to see only the good stuff, to think the best of you? Why wouldn't you take the place of honor when you've got the chance to snag it for yourself? Well, what if someone else is more deserving of that honor? Where does that leave you? What happens when the honor and the privileges are taken away and given to someone else? Where's your hope then? That's just the illustration that Jesus uses in today's gospel text as he's sitting at dinner with the Pharisees. The Pharisees knew the value of making a good impression, of seeking honor and prestige in the eyes of the world. But they spent too much time focusing on the wrong things. Worldly status is fickle. It's fleeting. There's something more. There's something better. There's something lasting, Jesus says. And it's what he came into the world to make possible. Life. Life in the resurrection. 
With the Hebrew Christians, we know that Jesus didn't come into the world to win the honor and prestige of the earth. He set aside his power and his glory that was his from before the beginning of time as God the Son, coming into our world with unprecedented humility. He was born as a simple baby without wealth, without prestige in a backwater corner of this remote part of the Roman Empire. He lived going to unjustly suffer a criminal's death, punishment and execution on the cross, all to take the weight of our sin on himself. And in doing so, Jesus bought us an honor that is greater than one that the world could ever bestow, the right to once again be called children of God. As a congregation, we are anchored in Jesus as our sure foundation. As we heard Jesus say today in the epistle reading, I will never leave you or forsake you. And the way he says it comes with the force of, I am with you. I will never ever leave you or forsake you. It's the same promise that he made to his disciples before his ascension when he said, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You and I need not seek the world's honor to make life easier because that honor never lasts long. And there's usually someone that's more deserving of that honor if we're going to be honest. But in Christ, you have life in the resurrection. Life which looks ahead to what comes after this age, knowing that it can never be taken away from you. Jesus promises sure because he is sure. Jesus, the Christ, is the same one yesterday and today and forever. Nothing will change God's love for you in Christ. In Jesus, you have security in an insecure society. That's why the writer of Hebrews encourages you and me to live as community in the resurrection and to do it even now. Life in the resurrection isn't just about looking ahead to what happens someday when you die. It's not just about out there and out then. It's about now. The life that you have in the resurrection is meant for living in service for all the days that we have in this present age. Because you have hope in Christ, you don't have to spend your time and your energy building up pride and prestige. Now certainly, we do need to work in this life. God gives us many great gifts through employment through using the skills and gifts to provide for ourselves and our families that he has given. But we Christians as his people can live humbly and confidently both because we are anchored in Jesus. And because Jesus lifts us up, because Jesus brings us up into new life, because Jesus says, friend, come up here. You and I can put that new life to use in humble love and service. And toward the end of today's reading from Hebrews, the author writes, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. You serve God by serving your neighbor. Your service 
that care and love that you show to your neighbors, especially those who have yet to know Jesus and who He is. Your service points them to look ahead to the hope that you have, not looking to the rewards of the age here, but what waits ahead. And as we hear elsewhere in the scriptures, you are a holy priesthood. You are witnesses to the one who is the same yesterday and today and forever. Humbly serving the people that God puts into your life, making a good impression of what it means to live in Christian hope, that is witnessing to the one who gives you hope. Well, let's put it this way. Live your faith. Share your life. In the same way, we bear witness to Jesus, to the unbelieving world around us by how we treat one another in this community of faith. Let love, compassion, humility always be at work here in this congregation, this family in Christ who is the one who anchors us and who uplifts us. Respect God's holiness by respecting those who share in his holiness. Today is the first day in the rest of our life together as God's people in Christ. Living as a congregation and living as people of the resurrection, may we not go looking for status and privilege in the eyes of the world, but rather humbly put our neighbor first, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ here. Because Christ Jesus is the one who is our sure hope, both now and into that age to come. Amen.